Hey folks, it's Cody Stoffer with Playmakers Corner, here to tell you about Code Red Coaching. Competing in athletics means you've lifted the weights, you've watched film, and you've got the passion. Problem is, that's what everyone else in the state has done. Perfect your game by honing in on your mental performance with Code Red Coaching. Whether you are a team or an individual, Code Red Coaching has the tools to create mentally solid habits and set up you or your team for success. Find Code Red Coaching at coderedcoaching.com or call 720-979-1914 to learn more today. That's coderedcoaching.com or 720-979-1914 today. Now back to the show. My name is Noah Triplett. I'm a running back for Dakota Ridge, and I'm the class of 2023. And you're listening to Playmaker's Corner. Yes, sir. And what a way to kick in to this episode here, hosted by myself, Cody Stoffer. And if you can't pick up on the hint here, we are doing our interview series here where we get to talk to players from around the state, kind of get their side of the story and, you know, get to know them better and let the audience you, the listeners, get to know them better as well. And so, you know, Noah, thank you so much for that intro. And thanks for joining us here today, man. Of course, of course. So, uh, you know, you this is actually not your first rodeo. You know, you're <laughs> you're one of the few players, few athletes that we've ever had two interviews with. So uh, mm-hmm. thanks for taking the time the second time. And, uh, you know, there there might be some changes of answers from from two years ago to now. So we're looking forward to to seeing that change and whatnot. And, um, you know, I guess the, the first chance for for something that may have changed, maybe not have changed is, you know, we like to know kind of what sports mean to you on a personal level. And I guess in that sense, we try and ask, what is your favorite experience or memory while playing sports? Now, obviously, you've had a beast of a football career. So, you know that there's I feel like there's definitely a lot to choose from there. But if it's from some other sport that you played or if it's from when you were young and maybe the moment you fell in love with football or, you know, something from these past few years, what is just your favorite, you know, experience in sports and athletics? Yeah, that's that's definitely a hard kind of thing to discern, I guess. But definitely that Longmont game that you were at was one of my favorite games of all time, like just being in going back and forth with uh that Longmont QB that's now at USC was crazy. That was a crazy game for sure. And then definitely the Montrose game my sophomore year was one of a crazy experience. I think we put up like, I want to say 76 against them, which was just like absurd because that was a year that only eight teams made it. So that was in the corner quarterfinals to, to put up 76 was just like almost surreal. And then one uh, another good experience from when I was younger playing lacrosse was the World Series of Youth Lacrosse. Like me, Hank Zelinskis, and Tanner Morley all played on the same defense right there, and that was pretty solid. No way. Are you yeah. serious? Uh-huh. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah. That's a small world, man. <clears throat> yes, sir. I, I guess uh, I didn't. I did not know that was Zelinskis and Tanner Morley. That is. Yes, sir. Uh, obviously, you know. Shout out to the football memories, but I just have to comment that, man. When Do you follow uh, uh, Tub Eats on uh, TikTok, man? Oh, Tanner Morley's course, channel? Of course. That's a great channel right there. <laughs> Dude, y'all have to do a collab sometime. <laughs> sure. I'll, I think I'll, that'd, that'd be a great crossover there. That's – wow. I, I'm, like, still reeling from from <laughs> the fact that y'all were all on the same defense. That's awesome, man. Yeah. <laughs> but – uh 
you know, talking about the the football memories. Yeah, 76 to 34 is definitely more of a basketball score in my experience. But uh, y'all came to play that day and uh, it was like an all you could score touchdown buffet, man. I mean, Uh everybody was getting in on that. And, you know, you, you hogged three to yourself, but, you know. No worries on that. You you gave other people a chance to score. So, you know, I think that, uh, yeah, that's a that's a pretty dope memory. 76 points in a playoff game is absurd, Crazy. dude. Yeah. What what were they fun. doing? Not to throw Montrose under the bus yeah. too hard, but oh, my God. Yeah, that's I just crazy. think. Yeah, I think it was mostly like our, our pregame speech to the coaches because we only played our conference. And for whatever the reason that year, like the, the Jeffco foray was not that good. and our offensive coordinator especially just kind of gave us the like people don't think you're as good as you are because you haven't played anybody and go out and make a statement tonight. And I can we did it. <laughs> yeah, that was a statement for sure. And I mean, uh, between that and yeah, no, that Longmont game was a lot of fun to watch. I mean, it was just so explosive and, you know, it's not 76, but 56 is also a pretty good score in its <laughs> in its own right. And it looked like you were having a lot of fun out there, man. And you made some serious plays that night. And, uh, you know, it, it was awesome. And, you know, we'll get a chance to to talk. You, God, you really almost had 300 yards. That's nuts. Um, well, that's just rushing. That's not even yeah. counting other other ways that you contributed from scrimmage. So there you go. But uh, we'll, we'll double back to that for sure. There's plenty of good to talk about with your game. And we had a great chance to do that with our rankings, but uh, just dialing it back just a hair here and talking about being a fan and kind of, you know, a lot, I find a lot of athletes end up watching sports and whatnot. So what is your favorite sport viewing experience? This could be a live game that you attended. This could be a game that you saw on television where you saw your favorite team win something big, or, you know, if you have, uh, you know, if say you were growing up and watched Dakota Ridge, high school or something like that. What is your favorite experience as a fan of sports? Uh, so definitely I was, I was really young, but it was the year the Broncos got smacked in the Super Bowl versus Seahawks to snap over the head, Peyton Manning. The, the game before that, the AFC championship, I went to that and got to see Brady versus Manning, like one of the last times. And I was always like a big fan. I don't know if you remember Trendon Holiday. He was like a returner for the Broncos back in the oh, day. Oh, I remember Trendon, um, man. He was electric. Yeah, he was my he was my dude growing up. I mean, I think me and my dad got there got there like some ridiculously like ridiculously early to watch everybody warm up. That was definitely one of my favorite memories for sure. Watching Brady versus Manning, and then Von Miller had a great game too. I remember he had a pick and at least two sacks. And Mile High was electric right there for sure. Yeah, no, that was that was a great game, and it's always nice when you get to beat Brady. So exactly. it's cool that you were there. See, when you started it off, you had me worried. I thought you were going to say that the snap over his head was your. I was like, wait, yeah. am I talking to a no. Seahawks fan right no, now? No. <laughs> so, but, uh, you know, yeah, I, I definitely got to agree. That's a that's a really fun one. And, uh, you know, Trendon Holly, I could definitely see that a little bit on how could how that could be a little bit of an influence. It's an easy, sure. you know, kind of comparison, especially I mean. Look, I, I'm not particularly tall myself. I'm yeah. I'm five nine, so there's not a lot of us out yeah. there in the league. But when you see him, it's always really exciting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so I guess uh, you know, let's let's talk about you. Talk about your game here. And I I think that uh, you know, since you brought up Trendon Holiday, I think that it's appropriate to kind of slide this question up. 
who is somebody that whether it was growing up or recently that you've tried to model your game after as, mm-hmm. as far as athletes or running backs. And, you know, this could be high school, college or, or professional and feel free to list a couple of guys because yeah. you are a very well-rounded back. So I'd imagine there's plenty of influences to draw from. Yeah. So definitely when I was younger, there's a running back by the name of Jeremy Lujan that I really looked up to and try to model my game after. And I feel like we kind of had similar, similar kind of, skills there I guess and obviously Christian McCaffrey like being a Colorado dude is a huge influence and like the way he's able to catch a ball out of the backfield is is insane but recently especially during the playoff run I've been watching a lot of Isaiah Pacheco how hard he runs that that dude's a dog I definitely I definitely have been taking a little bit of notes from him just the ferociousness he runs with is insane top tier for sure Absolutely. And he had himself a a solid game. And I'll I'll take this quick moment. I always forget to do this. So the people who listen to interview after interview will hear me go, oh, and by the way, this was recorded on February 13th. Uh, So, you know, this is just a day after the Super Bowl is still fresh in the mind. And uh, yeah, no, I think that those are all great examples. And yeah, I mean, especially, you know, see, I I had to I, I was a freshman when when Christian was a senior. So I wasn't a huge fan of him because he would literally yeah. just he would annihilate us, man. He was mm-hmm. a one man army. But uh, for yeah, 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 at a, yep, at Arapahoe or you know uh, one of our buddies who's a coach now on the college level. Um, he he played at Ralston Valley and you know he was on Christian McCaffrey's highlight reel, which is not a great place to be because that means Christian McCaffrey scored. So but. Uh, you know, for for y'all that didn't have to experience the the juggernaut of yeah. of Christian McCaffrey, uh, I mean, from a Colorado standpoint, he is yeah. one of the best to come out of here. And you know, from from that perspective, I'm rooting for him. And uh, yeah, I think that's a great great athlete to base your game yeah. off of, especially versatility wise. And like you said, catching out of the backfield, something that he just did so so well. One one guy definitely missed on that. Uh like influence in your game is you know who Max Borgie is right he was probably around when you were around at Pomona yes I remember Max Borgie that dude's a dude too that's somebody that I definitely watched growing up gosh Max Borgie oh you're giving me nightmares bro (laughs) he's so underrated though I mean he took a chip from McCaffrey didn't he like they won one for sure at Pomona yeah they they won one in that time when Borgie was there and uh yeah, no, that those Pomona squads of of like 2010 through like 20, yeah, I want to say like 2018 were yeah. were pretty serious, yeah. man. Yeah, and I mean now, uh, Madden's doing it over at Legacy, so I wouldn't be surprised if they they'll they'll come up too for sure. Yeah, they 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 performed very very well this season with a pretty young team, nonetheless. Yep. So. Uh, and, and, you know, Legacy is another one of those teams that just has athletes. I mean, that Broomfield area, you know, Broom, Broomfield did a lot what they needed to do to try and win some of that recruitment. But, uh, yeah. you know, that definitely helps. Definitely. And I guess I kind of want to give you the chance here to kind of react to our evaluation of your game. You know, I think uh, I, I did a, the Twitch breakdown of you last year and Simon did as well. I read his notes and, you know, we had a chance to revisit you and obviously it was a different situation this year. You had a lot of guys who graduated from last year. And I think that you adapted your game very well, given Mm -hmm. the, the new cast of characters, but what was kind of your reaction to 
our evaluation that saw you land at an 87.75 there. I mean, that I appreciate you guys. There's not a lot of guys like at 247 or like the major sports rankings that even put me with with any stars. So uh, that's definitely heavily appreciated. I mean, I I definitely agree with it, but I think like there's still certain areas I can improve in. Like I'm trying to get get better at beating people in, in the open field too. Like that's something that I'm working with that you'll see I'm working with uh, Coach Damon Boz with Matt Skills for sure a bunch with. And also it's like something that like I'm not, I'm not definitely not the tallest dude, but when I went to camps and something that kind of surprised me like this summer, like obviously it's not with the pads on, so it's a little different when you get in a game situation, but I was able to make like a lot more contested catches than you would expect with people right on me. And I just think that was like part of my game that I didn't necessarily like get to showcase. So that's like, that's probably the only thing I would say, like people definitely underestimate me, like being able to go up and get the ball, but I definitely can. If you just give me a shot to. Absolutely, man. I, I, I appreciate, and this is exactly why we, we let the athletes talk because I mean, you know, we do our best here at PMC, but yeah. uh, the three of us obviously can't go to to camps across the country and sure. and stuff like that. So, you know, that's that's why we have you on here and we appreciate you putting that out there. And I mean, obviously, it, it all added up to to success for you uh, yeah. here in the end. And, and we'll get to that in just a moment. But, uh, you know, you kind of talked about it just a little bit uh, as far as, you know, you feel very strongly in your ability to make contested catches and whatnot. And I guess what are some other qualities that you think not only separate you from other players, whether that's in the state, in your conference, but maybe mm-hmm. in in the country potentially that you just feel very strongly that you do very well on top of uh, your contested catchability? I would say one of my better traits is definitely like my acceleration, like once I hit the hole and then definitely I, I really try to run with like crazy physicality and just get mad, you know, like I feel like maybe like a successful play for the defense is stopping me for, for five yards, you know what I'm saying? And that's halfway to a first down. And then also like just the, like, especially this year, me and my running back coach and even the line coach sometimes have helped me out this specifically with Dakota's scheme to kind of, know like where my zone roles are coming from and like how these down blocks are going to open up this lane here or that lane there kind of thing so knowledge of the game too hey we we always like to hear about the cerebral players <laughs> and uh yes, we sir. we would definitely have to agree with the acceleration i mean that was you know my highest grade for you and it was coach v's second highest grade for you so don't don't think that goes overlooked, but uh, it is one of the the strongest traits, and I do think it does separate you quite a bit. So we just want to echo that for sure and uh, salute you on that, as well as the growth that you made in in the mental aspect of the game. And so, you know, you talked about Dakota Dakota's scheme here, mm-hmm. and you know, I, I guess that's a good time to kind of talk about you know this season. Obviously, you guys had a lot of players graduate in that class of 22, you know, and, yep. uh, you know, I think that it, it wasn't really sure, like, who is going to do what 
this season? And I guess what were the expectations coming into the season? And what were some things that you can be proud of and this team can be proud of? And then what are some lessons that you hope some of the younger players take away as they try and continue this, you know, continued excellence of this Dakota Ridge program? Yeah. Um, so coming into the season, I mean, we definitely thought we were going to have a better outcome than definitely what happened. I mean, coming off like a crazy loss in the quarterfinals last year and um, losing a quarterback, but then getting one to transfer in was definitely like a huge part of our confidence kind of increasing there. And uh, definitely I'm proud of like how we fought towards the end of the year there. I mean, we were in a game with a good Loveland team and it was like, a, it was a, it was like a, if I do have to say so, an iffy spot on first down and an inner or a turnover in the red zone that kind of separated that game for us there. So it was like it this whole season kind of felt like we were so close, but kind of so far at the same time, you know. And I mean, we went through the ringer with our schedule. And I mean, to come out mostly competitive in every game, I guess that's something to be proud of for sure. And then something I would tell the young guys is probably like, don't necessarily read your clip, your, your, like your, everything you see on social media with our rankings and everything. Cause we were, we were preseason number one there for a second. So definitely don't get too uh, inflated on the preseason rankings and just, just work, you know? Don't listen to the media all the time. We we were definitely a, a little bit a part of that. But, uh, you know, I guess it, it is one of those things where, you know, and I think that you, you see this at places like, um, you know, everyone. I, I know that most people roll their eyes, but I hate to do it. But, but bring up Creek, you know, they're, they're a team where they're zero and zero every week. And that's whether yep. they are facing somebody that they've beat eight years in a row or whether they're facing someone from out of state, you know, and I think that that's a great message to pass on to some of these young guys is, you know, obviously we're, we're going to say what we want. And, you know, we our job or at least the way Coach V and I look at it is we're just trying to promote you guys. So, you know, these preseason rankings, it's just one more click for like coaches to investigate yep. programs and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, we really do try and and do our best here. But that's the. That's why football is such a great sport. You never know what's going to happen. You never know. So I, I think that that's a that's a great lesson to impart. And y'all did have a y'all schedule was kind of crazy. I'm not going to lie. This is like I, I'm looking at it again. And obviously I was thinking about it in real time, too. But I mean, geez, Louise, there's like I think even Rampart made the playoffs, too. The, you only played one non-playoff team all season. So, right. Yeah. And yeah, that was a key game, so it wasn't like we had a chance of getting out of that either. It wasn't like we scheduled it. It's just kind of got to do what you got to do. Yeah, and it, it was just league. And, I mean, you still had to go to Grand Junction, which is like a trial in itself. What I had to play against Grand Junction. They used to be in, in our league for some reason back when I was like a sophomore. So, you know, they, they have to play somebody. They're a high school with a football yeah. team. And that so was that presents its own challenges, too. Yeah, that was the worst week of my life. I remember I had like the worst food poisoning ever. And like on the ride to Grand Junction, I was like just totally like pounding Pedialyte and sweating it out. And it it, it was oh my god. I mean, it was crazy for sure. But I mean, <laughs> we suited it up and we did our jobs that week. Blake had a had a really good game and definitely helped helped the offense out for sure. 
Yeah, geez, that's that is not the kind of bus. Any other game, it would have been yeah. fine to just deal yeah. with the short bus ride, but that is just not the week to be sick. But uh, you know, uh, on the flip side, you, I mean, you won. And I, I tell you what, winning the bus ride from Grand Junction is way better if you win. Uh, yeah. I never I never had to be on a losing bus ride from Grand Junction, but I can't imagine sitting in silence for four hours. Yeah. So that's good. That's good. Sure. Uh, but sure. uh, yeah, I think that, you know, that that's a good reflection on on this season. And, you know, I guess while we're talking about Dakota Ridge, since we're already here before we transition to kind of your next facet of your life. And who are some players that we should watch out for? Maybe the listeners should look out for. I mean, you mentioned uh, Blake, obviously, and we know about him on our radar. But who are some other guys that are going to be, you know, picking up a lot of slack around, you know, this this team that's going to look pretty different from this time to to the fall? For sure. Um, I would say definitely our pair of inside linebackers, Connor Swanson and Braden Cusick, both all conference guys. Um, and then we had a right tackle this year who was pretty raw within uh, uh, Owen Wolf, or Zach Wolfenfinger. Owen Wolfenfinger is his brother, but and he'll be pretty good. I mean, he's a young dude, but he puts on some weight and he'll be he'll be nasty. And then obviously the freshman and Landon Cows back and uh, Jack Offerdahl, Charlie Offerdahl's little brother. So they'll be they'll be good too. So they. I don't know. I got a feeling they might be pretty young this year, but in a couple of years, they'll definitely be a team to watch out for contending for sure. Yeah. To have that loaded of a, of a young class is always nice. And, you know, yeah. we, we appreciate uh, being the uh, first to know per, per use, but uh, yeah, you know, and, and at one point you were one of those young players, right? You know, when, the last time that uh, you opened up Skype, you were just coming off of your sophomore season, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, you, you've come a long way since then. And, oh. uh, you know, you, you obviously, the, in, in case I didn't mention it before, and in case the audience didn't know, first off, go listen to our top 2023 class uh, Colorado running backs episode. But Noah here was crowned number one on, on averages here. So congrats on that. And, you know, Obviously, you've been doing this like you've been putting up numbers, you've been putting up good performances. And I guess, you know, you you have you are getting ready for that next phase of your life. And I guess so where are you committed to and what did your recruitment journey kind of look like just for the audience sake? Uh, I'm committed to Drake University out in Iowa. Um, And my recruitment was definitely like something that I thought was going to I don't know. I thought I was like a a player that would have a lot of options on the board. And I mean, I ended up with Adam state, Colorado Mesa and Drake. And I just really like <clears throat> Drake getting out to a new town there in Des Moines, Iowa, a chance to play FCS ball and play at a really high level and also get a great education. I mean, it's a really good school set myself up for the rest of my life after football. Hopefully. Nice. No. Yeah. That's a, uh, I would have to uh, agree a little bit here that, uh, you know, and, and this is th- this was this is a factor of a couple of things. You know, we kind of talked about it on the episode, Coach V and I. But, uh, you know, the value of the running back is just kind of in a weird spot in football now. But, uh, you know, you did everything that you needed to do as far as being versatile. I mean, that's that's what you need to be as a running back now. So that's good. And you now I guess um, 
you know, while it's uh, it was more of a, a grind here. I mean, you still obviously landed at a pretty decent spot here. For sure. For sure. Definitely excited about it. Sweet. And and I guess uh, what what are some things that, you know, you were talking about the high level and you were talking about how, how they're strong academic. But uh, what are some other kind of boxes that Drake checks off here that, uh, you know, you, you're excited for and you were kind of looking for when looking at schools to, to potentially commit to? I mean, definitely a team that kind of has a physical brand of football that, I mean, they're, they kind of set everything up off the run game. A chance to play in some different formations to anywhere from like spread to the eye formation, which will be, which will be crazy for sure. Um, and then just really like the, the brand of football and the brand of um, like guy that they'll produce out of you. A lot of tough nose guys up there, and I mean, just hard workers. Really, I'm excited for that, definitely. And it sounds like you'll fit right in, man, with uh, uh, j- just your your work ethic and as as well as who you are as a football player. I mean, you know, we we talked about it, and I, I definitely will say that you know those videos of you lifting had something to do with uh, our evaluation because you're like, damn, bro, this dude. He's going to be squatting the whole rack by next season. So uh, that that's awesome. And, you know, we're we're very excited for you. And I guess what are some things that you're going to try and work on or some things that you're going to try and improve, you know, leading up to to Drake? I mean, you kind of talked about working on that open field kind of movement. But what are some other kind of goals you have before getting to Drake? And then once you get to Drake, what are some goals that you have? Um, so before I get there, I want to make sure like. I'm a, I'm a hundred percent ready to kick or return punts and kicks and then really just have myself in shape to, to play if they, if they want me to play a red shirt either way. And once I get there, eventually I want to be all pioneer league, um, pioneer offensive player of the year and hopefully someday FCS all American really. Those are probably my three big goals when I get there. And I, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. You're good. <laughs> uh, I was just going to say, those are, you know, a, a lot of people are are kind of, you know, they're, they're not sure what their goals are, but I like how concrete those goals are. Those are very measurable goals. And, mm. you know, knowing you as a, as a dude and knowing you as an athlete as well and watching you and watching the film and, you know, uh, I feel like a lot of people will, will see our rankings be like, what are these guys talking about? But what they don't realize is, I mean, I've seen you live. I mean, I I was at that Longmont game. I was at the Rampart game last season. Uh, Mm -hmm. We had somebody at the Golden versus Y'all's game last season. Um, Obviously, I I made it to the Broomfield game this year as well. And and Simon made it to the Pueblo West game this year as well. So that's like five times that we've seen you. We've seen what you could do in a full game capacity as well as on the highlights. And, you know, we're we're very excited and we we definitely think you've earned every bit of that and anything that you put your mind to, man, we're we're wishing the best for you. And we know that it is definitely attainable, dude. Yes, sir. So. and that. Oh, of course, man. Hey, you earned it. So uh, that that's just facts talking. And, um, you know, we're, we're kind of uh, getting towards the end of the interview here. 
And I guess what is some advice that you would give to whether it's athletes that are just entering high school as far as, you know, navigating high school athletics or what is some advice that you'd like to pass on to, you know, people going through the recruiting process or just aspiring college athletes now that you're, you know, near the near the end of your high school experience? Um, Definitely for high school, I would just just try to, I mean, have, have fun with it at some capacity for sure. Because, I mean, I haven't gone to the next level yet, but everybody that I've talked to says there's nothing like playing high school football or high school sports in general. I mean, you're playing with some of your best friends, so make sure you enjoy it. And if you're aspiring to be a college athlete, I think it's like, what, maybe 3% get to play football out of everybody. And then it's like 1% D1. I mean, you got to work to be in that three or 1%, whatever you aspire to be. You know, you got to definitely push yourself, push your body, push your mind. And with with that work, you'll be there for sure. I think that that's obviously great advice. And, you know, we like the we like the range of advice that we get on the show as well. (laughs) You know, I think that it is a little bit overlooked, especially, you know, trying to, you know, look at offers and, you know, sending film out and you could you could easily get lost in that. So the fact that you were able to still enjoy, you know, those games, I mean, you know, I I bet it's pretty easy to enjoy when you rush for like two touchdowns and 200 yards or you literally just obliterate a team with five touchdowns. (laughs) Um, But, you know, I I think that no matter who you are, no matter what level you play at, that is something that every football player is able to do. And uh, yeah, those those numbers sound accurate, man. I mean, limited roster spots and, you know. No, no disrespect to any baseball players, but that's not America's pastime no more. It's definitely football, man. Look at those Super Bowl numbers and whatnot and those ratings. And uh, you'll you'll definitely find that. So um, I guess now that we're at this point in the interview, this is a part where we like to give our athletes a chance to just kind of shout anyone out. So take as much time as you need to to thank anybody who's been important to your academic or athletic career. This could be friends, families, coaches, teachers, or uh, fellow players. For sure. Uh, of course, I'd like to thank my mom and my dad. You know, I wouldn't be there without them, without their advice. And then secondly, definitely Coach Woj, Coach Berenson, Coach Osterhaus, Coach Schultz, pretty much all the coaches on the Dakota Ridge staff, and, and Coach Kyle, for sure. But that was a huge part of me having the motivation and the means to be able to be where I'm at now. And then Aaron Lewis with AFLEX performance has definitely helped me with the programs and the weightlifting to put up some, some of those numbers that you'll see on Twitter. And then lastly, mad skills and Damon Vaz. He really, I mean, there's really nobody else doing it like in Colorado, like he is, I mean, just pure cut specialist. I mean, making you be be able to change directions like like on a dime like crazy so those are probably the guys i would shout out and uh actually yeah jack ron's too for pushing me in the weight room getting after it for sure yeah it always helps to to have those teammates that push you and uh you know we we've had a chance to to talk to damon obviously you know bryce was our number one running back last year uh, amidst a bunch of controversy, but you know, we still stand by that. We still stand sure. by that. And, uh, you know, I think that, uh, 
obviously, you know, you could see the improvements and we like seeing all those drills and we, we could definitely call Damon a friend of, of the podcast for sure. Cause anytime we see him, cause he's always doing scouting too, uh, looking for, for running backs to, to improve their game. So, you know, I think that, uh, that's a, that's a good fit there. And, uh, you know, sure. I, I respect all the work that you're putting in and, you know, on behalf of myself, coach V, and I know that you didn't get a really a chance to meet, uh, Gideon, but uh, on behalf of all of us here, man, you are PMC fam yes, for life, man. And, yeah. uh, we, we appreciate all the time and, uh, all the interaction that you've had with, with the podcast. It's been an absolute pleasure covering you, uh, since we started, man, you've, yeah. you've been here all three years for our coverage and we appreciate that. Yeah. Appreciate you guys too. You guys are doing it, doing it right for sure. I bet. I mean, I think you guys will blow up for sure. You've already kind of seen it a little bit with the, with the interaction and the hype kind of building with you guys, but it will just keep, keep growing for sure. Appreciate that, man. And you know, uh, but maybe, maybe when we, uh, when we do hit that, that big explosion, we're going to use that sound bite right there and be like, Noah Triplett, he knew, man, he's been the truth. And (laughs) we knew about Triplett, Triplett knew about us, but, uh, yeah, no, that's, that's awesome. And once again, big thanks. And, um, and once again, that was Noah Triplett, the number one running back here in the class of 2023 here in Colorado, here at Playmakers Corner. And, you know, for that full episode, be sure to find us anywhere you listen to podcasts, whether you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify or Anchor, any of those places. Or, you know, you might be watching this on YouTube, potentially or listening to this on YouTube. Or if you're not, be sure to find us on YouTube, Playmakers Corner. For other video media as well, we are on Twitch. We're going to be coming back to Twitch at some point. Playmakers Corner on there as well. And then we got TikToks with little highlights as well as descriptions and clips from our players on there that we've covered. So be sure to find us on TikTok, Playmakers Corner. And if you want to see announcements for any episodes, you can turn on those notifications for any of those for us. Or you can be sure to follow us on social media whether that be Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. We're at Playmakers Corner, except for Twitter, we are at Playmaker Corner. Be sure to follow us all. And until next time, I've been your host, Cody Stoffer, and peace.